0: Well, hello there. Thank you so much for joining me on this gripping and riveting podcast episode all about Powdered milk. You are going to be so smart at the end of this. You'll just go, this is going to be a great party conversation, (laughs) all that you know about Powdered milk, But I think it's a very important um, topic to cover as far as being prepared, having food storage. So that's what we're going to do today. The swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die dun, dun, dun. we couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages we certainly can't afford it now recession proof your grocery budget learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste for more information about my simple and easy container gardening course where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables Go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. This is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and I am so very thankful that you're here, and um, I look forward to um, discussing this with you about powdered milk. So first and foremost, let's talk about what is powdered milk. Powdered milk or dry milk, however you grew up talking about it or using it, it's literally pasteurized milk like from a cow and it has been dried using the process of evaporation. So the water is taken out of it and you're left with um, powdered milk. You're left with the dry milk behind. Now um, you have a couple of different types of powdered milk. You have non-instant powdered milk and instant powdered milk. So the difference between the two is the instant mixes up easily, easier, easier. Um, It is a little bulkier and more expensive because of the instantness of it. I'm making up words as I go along here today. So the granules for the milk are bigger and they have the capacity to make milk, like rehydrate the milk faster. So that's why you get the instant part of it. Non-instant milk is a finer powder, like real, a very, very fine powder. And so it takes a little bit more for it to rehydrate. Um, you can, and the instant milk comes back pretty fast, so you can just kind of whisk it. I have found that the non-instant milk does better with warmer water and in a blender. Um, but you can mix both just with a whisk. Um, but the inst- the non-instant milk does Um, take a little bit longer for it to hydrate. I don't know why that is. You would think a finer powder would come together faster than kind of bulkier granules, but it doesn't. So, okay. So which kind of milk is best to store either? It doesn't matter. Um, The instant milk is a little bit more expensive than the non-instant. I have both in my food storage. So you can go either, the shelf life is the same for both. Um, so you're good, you're good to go there as well. Um, what about how to store it? What are the best containers to store it? So in any food storage situation, having your food, and in this case we're talking about powdered milk, always store your food in a cool, dry, and dark environment to ensure the longest shelf life possible. Um, it's best to store the milk in like a Mylar bag, a can, um, those, those are going to be your best, um, best containers because they don't let light in. However, you can also store powdered milk, either the instant or the non-instant. So I'm just going to call it powdered milk at this point. Um, you can store those in glass jars. You can store them in peat containers. So a peat container is a plastic container, like a soda bottle is a peat container, for instance. Um, you can store them in there as well. So that you, um, you, you just don't, but you want the peat containers and the glass jars obviously let light through. So if you store in those, put them in a box somehow to help reduce the light coming into, into the jars. Okay, so how long can the milk be stored? Optimal storage life on non fat dry milk stored at room temperature is three years before the milk begins to taste stale. However, when stored at cooler temperatures and in proper packaging, it can be kept for up to 20 years. That's a long time. So, three years is optimal, but like I said, cooler environments, especially cool dry and dark, keep it. It'll keep longer. Okay. So you, you think, um, well, what happens if I've stored it and it? It does taste a little funky. So milk will, um, develop maybe an off flavor as it gets older. However, it still retains some of the nutritional value. And unless it's spoiled, you can, um, you can use it, you can use it period. <laughs> like, is there a, a comma at the end of that? No, it's a period. <laughs> okay. So, um, again, so if it's spoiled or if rodents or insects or some kind of contamination happened to the stored milk, it should be just fine. Um, but what happens then if it really is too old to drink is I've, I haven't really ever had a problem with, um, with with milk, um, I've had milk for a long period of time, and I've been able to use it. I often will use it uh, in baking versus um, drinking. Um, we don't drink a lot of milk in our family, um, and uh, so I use a lot of it in baking. And in fact, my grandma has a, a famous recipe for cinnamon rolls. They're so good. I'm going to publish a a book on booklet on bread making too. And I include that recipe, but in the recipe, it calls for powdered milk instead of, um, you know, regular liquid milk. And that's part of the baking. And a lot of bakeries, things that you um, buy bakeries, you it's powdered milk that they're using for their, um, for their ingredient instead of like liquid milk. Okay, so you can use it in your baking. If it's kind of, If it's just too, you're like, no, I'm not doing this. I don't want to drink it. it's too old. That's fine. You can actually use it as fertilizer in your garden. Good calcium to go into the, calcium is always needed, especially if you're growing tomatoes. So well, in fact, one time I had a bunch of baby formula, like powdered baby formula. This was in the day when there was plenty of it. And I had had a bunch of babies. I think I, I think I lost a couple cans, like meaning like they got shoved to the back of a shelf or something like that. And I found it, and I didn't have babies that were drinking it anymore, and it was, uh, it, it was old. So I just took it out and put it in the garden, and it helps. Like I said, the mineral calcium and other things help with um, as fertilizer as well. So you can always you can always do that if you have chickens, you can give it to the chickens. There's different ways that you can um, use it in your yard, outside, things like that. Okay, so um, how much powdered milk should you store? Well, um, the measurements are about one pound of powdered milk to make one gallon of milk. So one pound. And what I read, I found that it was better to weigh your powdered milk versus measure it out, like... Okay, that sounded dumb because weighing is measuring. So instead of like using cups, like three cups of powdered milk to make one gallon of uh, milk, weigh it, and it's about a pound for either either non instant or instant uh, powdered milk. It's the same. So one pound, which is about three cups ish, maybe a little bit more depending. Like I said, depends on. Because the the non-instant powdered milk is a finer powder, so the more will fit in that versus the instant powdered milk that will there will less will fit in that. So it's better to weigh them in a cup, you know what I mean? Because it's bulkier. Oh my goodness. So okay, hopefully that made sense. <laughs> okay, so it's better to weigh them. So about a pound of milk, either variety will um, make a gallon of water make a gallon of milk there you go okay so if you so then you start doing the math if you drink one gallon of milk a week with your family or you however then you will need 52 pounds of powdered milk if you drink two gallons of milk you need 104 and then you just multiply obviously whatever you, how many you drink in a week times 52 because we have 52 weeks in the year so that's basic some basic math basic measurements um that type of thing so you can also store extra if you're going to make things like yogurt or if you're going to use it for baking cooking that type of thing as well so those are That's pretty much it when it comes to powdered milk. Now, I wanted to share a story with you about my mom, who, as we know, is amazing. And I did not know this. I did not know this while I was growing up. I don't know when I learned this, but at some point I learned, and I've done since, that um, my mom used to supplement a gallon of liquid milk, So like she'd go to the store and buy the milk, and after we had gone to bed, she would mix up like the gallon of liquid milk, fresh milk, I would call it fresh milk. um, It had, let's say gone half, we had drank half of it. So in the night, she would mix up a half a gallon of powdered milk, you know, and rehydrate it, and put it in the, what leftovers were in The fresh milk and so we would wake up and there was a full gallon of milk and we didn't know any different because we weren't in charge of anything right we were just in charge of eating and my mom would that's how she would um, stretch her dollar is by adding the powdered milk to the fresh milk so I I give that to you because I think that was genius I know other people have done that but this is this my mom and I love my mom so um, I think it was I think think it was brilliant, and so like I said, um, using it in cooking is also a great way to save your your fresh milk and use the powdered milk. I one of the things that I need to get better at is remembering to use powdered milk in my cooking in my baking. I think that's my biggest you know I have to kind of shift my brain. I'm doing more of it, and here's the thing. You do not have to, when you're cooking, baking with powdered milk, you don't have to rehydrate it with water. You can take your, let's see, let's see, if you want to make, let's say the recipe calls for a cup of uh, fresh milk, you can take your seven-eighths of a cup. This is one, I, I have a little uh, powdered milk booklet that you can go and um, buy off my, on my um my website. So I'm reading off the, the, um, instructions or the measurements from, from that booklet. Um, it's, um, if you want to go to my, uh, my website, joyfullyprepared.com and then go to the tab where it says shop and you'll find this little powdered milk booklet, but it's, it's, um, very helpful and it has a ton of recipes in it, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. So we're back at cooking, right? So, Let's say your, uh, recipe calls for a cup of milk. You don't have to mix the water and the milk together to then put in your recipe. You can just take your seven eighths of a cup of powdered milk, put it in your recipe and then add, let's see. Oh no, I'm wrong. Whoop. I went, I read the wrong, um, thing. Hold on. Okay. So you want to make one cup of milk. So it's three tablespoons of powdered milk and seven eighths of a cup of water. So you put your three tablespoons in and then like just put it in the ingredients, the dry ingredients. And then when you have to add, um, liquid, add the additional seven eighths of a cup to your ingredients. And that will hydrate the, the powdered milk in there. So it it makes it that easy. So in my, um, in my booklet, like I said, there's a table in there on how, on what the measurements are. This much powdered milk for, to get in water, to get this much, you know, fresh milk or liquid milk. So that's very helpful as well. So you don't have to use, um, you don't have to use, make them go to, like, you don't have to rehydrate in order to put it in a recipe. Um, like pancakes is a great um, example. Just put the, the powdered milk in the, the pancake recipe with the flour and sugar and everything, and then add the water to get, you know, what you need. All right. So let's talk about recipes and all the things that you can do. And remember this booklet that I have has all these recipes that I'm going to mention. And I'll tell you, I'll show you or describe to you and tell you the recipes for a couple of them, but I don't want to, I don't want to just, you know, bore you with reading recipes. So you can just make basic powdered milk yogurt. You're just going to make yogurt. Can you believe that? That you can make your own yogurt from powdered milk. So you have um, two cups of warm water, one cup of non-instant milk powder, uh, and two tablespoons of unflavored yogurt. That's it, three ingredients. So water, your powdered milk, and two tablespoons of unflavored or plain yogurt. That's You have to start with some plain yogurt. So you pour the, wa- uh, the water in the blender, turn it on at low speed, add the milk powder slowly. Cause if you have the blender rolling and you pour all the milk powder in there all at the same time, it, it kind of explodes. <laughs> not like a, not like a explosion, you know, that way, but it just goes poof. And all this powder goes everywhere. So you slowly want to add the milk powder into your blender as it's um, as, so it, it incorporates a little bit better. So you blend it until it's smooth and then you add the yogurt, two tablespoons of the plain yogurt and blend for just a few more seconds. So pour into glasses or jars and then you have to set yogurt. Okay. So you can put yogurt, there's lots of different ways. You have to keep the yogurt warm so that it starts to culture the milk. You have this little bit of, there's a word that i can't think of what it but this little inoculant i think it's called of the yogurt the 2 tablespoons of yogurt and you're blending that into a cup of you have 2 cups of water so it's about 2 cups of of milk and then you um put this yogurt in there the plain yogurt and then it will um as you keep it warm it'll incubate and those little um uh, bacteria will continue. That sounds so gross, but that's really what it is. But that will, they will grow in this warm area. So you can put it in a warm oven. I have a dehydrator, an Excalibur dehydrator. So the shell, all the shells come out and I'll actually um, incubate inside my dehydrator. I have done a cooler with, um, so I put my yogurt, like the jars of yogurt in the cooler, but then I put hot boiling water, like jars of hot boiling water inside the cooler and then zip it all up and put towels all around it. And that will help incubate it as well. You can put it on a heating pad. There's lots of different ways to do that. Maybe I should do an episode on how to make yogurt. I am no, it's just like crazy stuff over here. Super fun. You can use the, you can strip once the yogurt's done. You can use it. You can put flavoring in it. You can strain it and make like a a sour cream or a cream cheese because that's basically what cream cheese and sour cream are. It's just strained um, cultured milk. You can make cottage cheese. Um, One of the easiest things is to make your own buttermilk, and all that is you've reconstituted um, a quart of milk, let's say, of, of powdered milk to water, so reconstitute it. Have it nice and blended and everything. And then you just add a half a cup of fresh store-bought buttermilk. And you mix it together and leave it on the counter. And again, it'll culture that. That buttermilk will culture the rest of the milk. And you have buttermilk. Boom. Just like that. It's that easy. That's great to have. Sweetened condensed milk. If you buy the little, what is it? The Eagle brand sweetened condensed milk. Make your own. You're saving a ton of money when you use powdered milk because you don't ha- you can make so many things from the powdered milk that you don't have to buy. I don't even know how much those cans are anymore. I bet you they're close to $2. And for pennies, you can use your own hot water, your own sugar, and your own powdered milk, and you have sweetened condensed milk. The recipe's in the booklet. Make your own evaporated milk. That's evaporated milk in the cans. All that is... Is um, it's not. So we talked about dry milk being evaporated, you know, you know, milk. All the moisture comes out, but evaporated milk has. I think it's um, it's like a third or a half. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it, it evaporates. They evaporate it down to about a half of the of the the full you know, liquid milk. So you can make your own evaporated belt by adding less water to the milk, the powdered milk. Um, I've got a bunch of basic cream soup. Like if you want to make cream of something soup, you can use your powdered milk, cornstarch, and water. And basically that's it. I mean, it's really that easy. Homemade ranch dressing. Again, you have your homemade yogurt, you add Mayo and garlic powder, uh, pepper, you know, um, ground pepper, onion powder, salt, parsley flakes. And it's so much better than what you can buy. You can make pudding out of it, fudgesicles, hot cocoa. I did that for for Christmas. I made a big batch of hot cocoa mix and um, put it into jars and gave it away as gifts and using powdered milk. Baking a bake like a bisquick type mix, you can make your own with that as well, pancakes, so I mean there's loads and loads and loads of things you can do with powdered milk that will save you money so that you are you know you're able to allocate that money for other things um and getting in the habit of using your powdered milk is um. I have to do the same thing. So I I should probably return a report on how I'm doing <laughs> with all that. All right, so hopefully that is interesting, uh, hopefully it was something that was um, helpful to you as well. I I think these kinds of things are just so interesting and you know, anything I can do myself, I I'm so obsessed with that. I really yeah, I'm like, I want to do this myself. So I'm grateful that you listen. And um, if you want, uh, I invite you to join my free Facebook group. That's at joyfulprepgroup.com. That's the link for that. Or you can go to Facebook and look up Joyfully Prepared. And uh, I am, like I said, looking forward to hearing back from you. I would love to hear any kind of comments or other ways that you've used powdered milk inside and baking making it up using it in the garden medicinally i think there's different ways that you could use it as well so um thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day thank you so much for listening to joyfully prepared i'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.